Welcome to the Big Finish Podcast. I am Jamie Schreiner here with my co-host, Beckett Kenny, Kenny. at the Lincoln Lodge. And we're so excited to have uh, one of our former guest musicians on on the show. Also a comedian, also just a very lovely person. It's Hunter Hirsch, everybody. Hello. Hello. How you doing, Hunter? I'm pretty good. How are you guys? Good, 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 good. good. You were were a part of a long string of hunters in my life recently, including (laughs) my partner, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, but also, I remember now that there was, I had a speech competitor named Hunter, who was a pretty cool guy, who have disproven a longstanding theory I had that all people named Hunter were terrible. A lot of us are. Uh, it's um. really, <laughs> and I mean disproportionate, and no offense, I, I really... No, no, I, I don't want to hold you accountable for that because I know that like you guys are all individual people mm, a in a way. Sure. But um, <laughs> yeah, can you? How do you feel I mean, about your name? I I, I will say. Um, a that you met me at the right time, um, <laughs> and that twenty-two-year-old Hunter was kind of a piece of shit. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah In yeah. what way? Uh, a lot of lying, uh, <sighs> drug addict. Uh, oh, okay, slay, slay, like slay. a lot of just insane narcissism. Slay. Um, that kind of shit. Sounds like a few Alexes I know. Yeah, yeah. But, we yeah. Hunters and Alexes we have a lot in common. But yeah, um, okay. if you look at, I think. If you look at the famous hunters, you've yeah. got country singers. Yeah. Then you've got yeah, big... Hunter S. Thompson. Pretty cool, but Which also- one's Hunter S. Thompson? Um, I know this, but I don't know Fear this. Loathing I... in Las Vegas, um, and also a journalist. I think um, I've just heard the name around. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. But he, he, was a, he was a major drug addict that also ended up shooting himself. Um, but very good writer. So we got right, that. That's right, the one right. good one. And so then like an artiste, yes. Yeah. Then there's Hunter Biden. And that's oh, it. Yeah. That's it. Okay, you see, and I wasn't even thinking of of I, I didn't even think of the famous hunters. And I can think of the 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 Euphoria girl. The she's Hunter, right? Hunter. hunter. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. was her last name? Um, I honestly just think of Jules as Hunter. That's yeah, Jules. All I know. Whatever. Jules, Jules is, hunter. is Hunter, and um, she um, she's cool. And but here's my per- I feel like in where I grew up, like Peoria was like urban, but like it was like made up of like. A bunch of rural areas, kind of the big town that a bunch of rural areas would go, I feel like. Um, So there was like a lot of it. It was like diverse, but also like very, you know, I feel like Hunter was the name of like a guy I met in like high school and high schools around a lot that was like. One, it was named after killing animals specifically, you know what I mean? Like, and was like, and is like kind of like a like a good old boy and yeah. by that I mean derogatory you know like oh yes. yeah. yeah I mean you people don't when you name someone Alex it's a name whatever yeah. when you name someone Hunter like you have a kid in mind already right right like, right yes. you're, you're you're yeah you're putting things you're pouring into the yeah. mold a little like, bit I want a turbo redneck yeah like, it's, <laughs> exactly yeah. exactly yeah um, completely. I feel like there's other names that are like that but like on the other side of things like I feel like Delilah yeah. is one of those names. I feel like Phoebe is one of those names. There's just certain names that I think just have such a connotation in the way that they sound that it just like whether the kid wants it or not, like 
it's either they become that vibe or they fight against okay, it. Okay, yeah. speaking of which, I've been workshopping a new drag name for if I ever do drag, which I'm sure I will, is what I've always said. Yeah, you always um, say <laughs> uh, so like I used to th- go want to go by the name Roe v. Wade. Roe v. was the first name, Wade was the last name. But now, unfortunately, this was, I mean, forever. This was forever my name. This is not like something that happened since Dobbs was overturned. Truly, yeah. And, and it was forever like, something that I, I, th- I thought it was like a cool name. It was like, I was like, I'm political and like, I'm like, you know, funny, it's a pun. But um, now it's too heavy. I said it in, in at like the annoyance on like a mic where they were like, does anyone have a drag name? And I'm like this. And then people got like mad. <laughs> like people yeah. got mad at me. I mean... I'm like, okay. Um <laughs> but um okay, now my new one is Becky Beckett Bouquet. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I, I love the three B's and the, the X, alliteration I was gonna say the, is I'm afraid of the three K's in it. They're not together. <laughs> They're not together. They're separated. Yeah. But like, are they like felt in the name? Does that make sense? You don't think so. <gasps> I, no, I'm no, overthinking no, no. it. I, think I, I was not aware at all. Yeah, I think it's I, for me. I'm I'm just trying to make sense of the fact that like you said Roe v. Wade, and we're like, and people were offended. It was crazy, but you're like worried about the KK. You know what I mean? Because it's like the K's are are not They're, at the yeah, beginning I of think the word. I'm just now. I'm like I'm now. Like, you're overthinking all of them. Maybe I'm overthinking all of them <laughs> because I I was trying to come up with a pun name for forever. Hunter, do you have a drag name? No, not yet. The Gatherer. That that's. that's really- <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we just found it. <laughs> could, you, uh, could you just change the K's to C's? Or the, that... the thing is, Beckett doesn't, and Bacay doesn't make any sense. Yeah, with, at, the, with yeah, a C, it'd be, it'd be Bessett. Yeah, Becky, I think, I think we could, but Becky almost doesn't either. Like if it was Becca, for sure, that's an easy sell. B e c c a. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like we could get we could get the demographics on that, no doubt yeah. about it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. like I don't know. I think we'd lose the eighteen to twenty range <laughs> if like we if I we think... did a C with Bacay and yeah, yeah, you know. Right, yeah. I think that it's. I think that it's n- not obvious in the name, and I don't think it is like something implied in the name at all. Yeah. But I think it's something that could easily be weaponized in the name. Do you sure. see what I'm saying? Yeah. I just yeah. hear what you're saying. But I still I just, think I like it. I but now that I it. said it, now that the first time I've introduced it publicly is immediately with what I said after that, <laughs> now it feels like it kind of ruined it in a way. But no, I mean, I think if someone came at you with that, I think the general consensus would be, well, that no, that's ridiculous. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, but the general, no, no one would, no one would think yes. that's no one would think unless that. you made them like capital inside each word right right like, no, no that would no, be a little no, bit no, yeah no, that, that would be a, little... be a lot that would be a lot that would be a lot <laughs> the th- okay yeah it okay. is like it makes me think of like I'll, I'll sometimes be like laying down to go to sleep at night and i'll think of like a completely fine innocent joke that i do and i'll be like but what if this is disrespectful to this you know what i mean like yeah, i've yeah. been i've been f- on that train recently a lot too of like feeling like I've also been I think honestly more like well I've always been a little like out there in what I joked about I I but I I felt it more recently yeah yeah are you an edgy joke person at all uh I I go back and forth with it um I I have a couple things that make me go ooh yeah um, and I've tried things in the past where it's like oh that wasn't a good move yeah but, yeah yeah you yeah. do you do you think something comes up one way until you hear it aloud sometimes and 
And yeah. um, what, what's your origin? Like, what's your performance background? Um, until I have a master's in jazz guitar. Jazz um, guitar. So fucking and cool. And I started doing stand-up in the middle of grad school because I kind of fell out of it. I mean, I still love the music, but I, I quickly started to see that, like, the, 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 it's just so hard to make a living doing that. Yeah, and I didn't completely. really want to. Um, and I tried stand up, and everyone like I bombed the first time I went up, but everyone was listening. Yeah, which for a jazz yeah. musician, that's crazy. That, <laughs> yeah, like, everyone's paying attention. So you know what though, that's actually something that I've realized that as stand up comedians, we're very privileged as performers to have because that's something that like. In the spaces that drag queens perform, that's not like no, people are often not paying attention. People are dancing somewhere else. Yeah. Or if people are paying attention, it's like not in the way you would expect somebody to at like a stand up show. You can't like do as many like things that like aren't big and flashy, yeah. the, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I did a, I did like a birthday party last night like a comedy gig at a birthday party. There's like somebody who saw me at a Laugh Factory show was like, do you want to do my husband's 55th birthday? And I had to compete with the buffet. <laughs> and I hated that. I feel like that's probably what being a jazz musician feels like. It's like you're competing with like, yeah. like people getting drinks and food and it's just yeah. not. I, it's the worst. Yeah. Like um, I used to play gigs like at like off-brand Olive Gardens and shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like, and sometimes like you'd be like, you'd be like, we're fucking crushing tonight. Like yeah. everyone would be like, we're going. And then the owner would come and be like, hey, can you guys like chill out? Like, <laughs> can you love what you're doing a little bit less? Like, it was we're like, Argh. it's yeah. No one really gives a shit. Um, and I don't know. You're meant to be the ambiance. You're not meant to be like the center of attention yeah. as a jazz uh, musician. How would you say that, and this is going to be something that is actually um, insane to ask. Sure. But how would you say jazz and comedy are similar? Oh, I mean, that's, oh, dude, we, I could talk about that for an hour. Yeah. Um, so, like, <laughs> so, um, one of the, I used to like, when I was practicing bass lines on guitar, I used to put on comedy specials and really? just walk with them. And what I oh, what I found was that like comedians have a pocket, like yeah. there's a tempo, and yeah. and like rhythms are a lot more forgiving than people think. Yeah, like, when, like so like. Mm -hmm. Um, like Patton Oswald, Werewolves and Lollipops is like like 108 beats per minute. He yeah. sits there like the whole time. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, rhythmically it's very, you can take lines that comics say and harmonize them and it's like jazz language. Yeah. Like, it really is that similar. That's something that I think I do resonate with because I, I feel like I, I do... I, I think I play, especially, I'm sick of my, excuse me. <laughs> I burped a little bit earlier on the mic too, but it was closed mouth. We all burped on the mic. Yeah, okay, I'm, so why high. am I Shrek right now? I know. I could, um, uh, I'm sorry. Back to jazz. Um, <laughs> yeah, you were saying something really good You don't want to weigh uh, your, your, your gastrointestinal systems like jazz. Yeah, that burp was in time. It was good. Um, yeah, um, no, but I feel like I, I do have a rhythm, especially, I feel like I, I have like, um, a lot of variations and like a lot of, and, but that's something I feel like I play with a lot in, in different ways to say jokes and like different ways <laughs> to deliver them. And I feel like I do that a lot where like, if you <laughs> see like two videos of me, I'm like, the way I do it is completely different. And yeah. 
Um, anyway, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I would love to, um, if you want to do laughter hours sometimes, I think we had, you want to do, we reschedule? Yes, and then I, um, I could not come for some reason, and uh, <laughs> I, 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 we'll talk about it. <laughs> but, um, yeah. We'll get you on, like. But I, I do, I would, I would love to do that. I would love like, to do laughter so, hours, which is, what, what, when's laughter hours typically? It's, uh, Friday nights at the lodge at 11. Oh, uh, la, la, la. But, like, I play under the comics the whole oh, time. Oh, really? So cool. Yeah. Oh, that's fascinating. Like, I didn't. It's like th- exactly what you're describing. Like I can quickly just like find yeah. where they're at, and some mm-hmm. con- like um like Adam Quaslow, uh-huh. dude, he locks in so fucking hard. With yeah, the music. yeah, like, yeah. There's certain people where it's like, oh, you really know where your pocket is. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's I interesting. Really... I have a lot of jokes that are like boom, 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 boom like boom, 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 and then it's like boom, <laughs> boom, 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 boom. You know, I yeah. anyway. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, and then I have a lot of jokes. That are, pa, pa, pa. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't really, I don't really um, put music in my set. I don't really yeah. understand <laughs> what that's like at all. No, I'm kidding. I'm being a total dumbass. But I was the one thing I will say is I like have been working on because I'm recording my album in like a week now, and my friend who is like did theater school with me and as a director I had her look at my script and every single thing she was like smoother transition this needs a smoother transition this needs a smoother transition and I was like what if that's what I was going for like what if that's half because half of what I think makes what I do funny is that I'll be like talking about sand in my pussy and then I'll be talking about my grandma's dying you know what yeah, I mean like yeah. I don't yeah. I don't I give the, you a breath I think the 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 important thing is just keeping attention because you can like go for like prolonged periods of like well, usually when like I have this joke, and I, I I think that sometimes like especially in shorter sets, if I do them back to back, it's like too much heavy and too much. Where I like I go into a place, I like to go into a place where people for a long time will think that what I'm, the story I'm telling is very sad, <laughs> and like actually start to get people like feeling bad for me, like 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 and uncomfortable and, and oh, sad. No. Yeah. And then I like to do like a quick pull out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, like, you know, make people, like, think that, like, you're saying something that they do not agree with at all is, like, another fun yes. thing to do, you know? Yes. Setting them up <laughs> to, like, pull it away. Yeah. Anyway, I, 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 jazz. Jazz, man. Yeah. It's that funky, fun jazz. Do you, um, Jamie, I'm interested, um, I've wanted to ask you this for a long time. So, like, I, I have some songs that I mm-hmm. do. And I've um, seen them and they're very good and very well, thank funny. thank you. But I, I, I don't know how to write. So, how do you find the difference between like songwriting versus like stand up, like joke writing? Is the structure that different in terms of creating the punches and stuff like that? How do I decide what's a song and what's a spoken joke? I think that the songs kind of just, they'll come to me as like, a little jingle like I'll be in the sh- like I think I think like where's your clip was just like I was in the shower and I was and like you where's your clip where's your clip yeah I <laughs> it went it, it crawled away no but it's like I, it, I'll i be like in the shower I'll be in the car and like a chorus will come to me like yeah. I think for Sandy Pussy the like Sandy Pussy so that was the first thing that came to me and so like I'll take that simple thing and I'll build yeah. the thing around it oh okay um where uh well and also i know like there are somewhere like i'll have something happen to me that like i have i have one song that i i don't know if you've seen me do this one but i do one that's like about this time that i was ghosted and i say like oh like you're not here and you said you're in love with me so you must be dead like that's basically it (laughs) and when i first wrote it it was i was very angry 
at the person who had done that to me and the song wasn't funny it was it was <laughs> yeah. sincere yeah. but it wasn't funny and i like you know i shared alexa yeager is somebody who i bounce ideas off a lot i shared it with her and she said this is really good but it's not funny like yeah. you need to you know it's very honest it's very you know i she's like i want you to keep that but i want you to take a step back and like now let's look at it with a comic lens and i right. would say that that's very much my approach with either one as yeah. i always start with like let's write the truth and then yeah. let's kind of like take a step back from the truth and be like, okay, but what's funny about this situation and how can we like put that into yes. what's honest about the situation? Did I tell you last, did I talk about this in the last podcast about my Lana Del Rey lyric I wrote? Yeah, you did talk oh, about that. Oh, damn it. Okay, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Look, look. Look up, look it up. Anyway, sorry, go back to the the. No, but yeah, I mean, basically, I all I was, I feel bad, but I'll no, talk all about smooth say, transitions. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm not. Uh, transitions have never been my strong suit, and I think that that's part of why the the disjointedness of like, I guess, if you're talking like the songs, kind of just like the idea comes to me for the songs, and then I'm like, this is a song. Whereas like my jokes more so are like situations happen and I do a lot of, I mean a lot of it's story based and it's well honestly bo like with both it's I guess it's just if I have an idea for a chorus that's a song and if it's, I don't have an idea for a chorus it's a joke and I know you, that's okay. not a bad answer how do you do most of your comedy writing um, yeah I try to now, now I'm trying to actually sit down and like focus and most of the time when I have that half hour where I'm writing everything that comes out in that period is just garbage mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. then like Tw like two hours later when I'm in the car I figure it yeah. out yeah mm -hmm. um, it's I, I only have a couple songs and there are things there are bits that I had that I really liked that comics liked that were too much for a normal audience yeah, to just I, say mm -hmm. like <gasps> I think that's a big part of it too yeah like, like, I, do um, agree. I have this song about um dog fucking um and like how in West Virginia it's it's illegal to fuck a dog if it's over 40 pounds and, and I, have this, I have this whole bit about it and it would crush it mics and then yeah. i would do it at like zany's and yeah. everyone would go oh so like i was like if i sing it it'll be more okay mm -hmm. wow my molestation joke needs to be a song Honestly, that's what we've learned that's what and that's what we've learned at the end of this isn't that crazy I feel like try it yeah i mean I, I realize most of my stand-up writing is from me saying funny things in conversations and then writing it down like yeah. like most of the stuff I say, even funny stuff I say in conversations, won't wouldn't work in stand up. But I'm like, every once in a while, you're like, oh, that, that, yeah, no. or I can twist it, yeah, or something like yeah. that for sure. Honestly, I'm very jealous because I'm not very funny in conversations. Yeah, nothing, I, nothing I say is something that I'm well, like, that'd be great on stage. You know, that's um, sometimes you have to seek constant validation to stay on top <laughs> of the stay on top of the uh, the competition when there, it comes to there's like up. different reasons people do this too like I feel you're a yeah. very like affable like gregarious yeah. Yeah. other good adjectives like yeah. social person I am not like I do stand up so that I can get right. that part of me out and right. I because I don't know how to when I'm standing right. in a circle right truly truly you know, I would argue that um, to an extent, that's what—that's why I do it too, though. All right. Which is, but, <laughs> I mean, it is natural for me. It feels very right. Like, mm -hmm. it, but you know, I—I do—I do—I do get that in a way. But I—I I don't think I don't think um, all people do stand up for the same reasons uh, at I, all. 
quick question I want to ask. Which Connor. is actually so, sorry, so interesting <laughs> to me because <laughs> sorry because uh, so many people come, come to stand up and I I like a lot of them don't have any kind of I feel like artistic or performance background, which is I I think rare in like other things. I yeah. feel like, but but maybe not. I guess all art you ha- you come to naively like at one point. So. It, yeah. But I, I just I feel like it's interesting because I feel like stand-ups a lot of the times don't think of what they're doing as kind of an art even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, a lot of comics, I think, come to um, – like I can think of a few comics that don't have a performance background, mm-hmm. but they used to get hammered and just talk shit in college. Yeah, a lot of that and is like – it, it's that. that. Yes. Yeah. That can sort of – I don't know. Yeah. And I, in a way, it's art. Talking shit's an art. <laughs> it's – yeah. I Like I said, I'm – I got. I I'm gonna ask my question now because I feel like it's not gonna be a good <laughs> okay. transition. But we're just gonna we're yeah, gonna get into what it. We're all about. Um, I was I was gonna ask Hunter. Do you feel like if you had to share like a rose and thorn of comedy so far, like a moment that you really really loved, and like a, maybe it could be like a bomb story or it could be like a like super high high for those two. Like what are those two moments for you? Oh, a high and a low. Yeah. Um, let's see. The high, um, probably just doing um, like these these musical shows, like Laughter and Dumb and Drummer, especially yeah. like um, on Saturday, I was like pretty high because I just hung out like and with my girlfriend and her friends, we smoked weed and I was like, this isn't a great idea because I gotta go do the show, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was playing music for the show and I was also going up. Um, and I like, now when I go up, I play and do jokes at the same time mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. and I, Thought that would that was like the third time I had done it, and I was like, "This is probably going to go terribly," but like I just feel so comfortable. Um, yeah. and it's like yeah. easier oh, to do awesome. both. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and I was like, "Oh, this is literally what I wanted." Like, th- I right. found the thing I want to do for like this is it. Um, oh, that's awesome. So that's yeah, that's nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to th- there's there's been so many bombs. Oh my god. Um, I can think of like the first mic I ever did. Um, I bombed so bad that a dude came up to me and was like, hey, don't quit. He was like, keep going. I was like, this is my first time. Ow, oh, ow, hey, ow, don't ow. quit. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, I, yeah. No one's ever told me that. Well, it's, you're doing really good then. Oh, I, yeah, I guess it's because yeah, it's I guess it's because he never bombed. No, um, don't quit. Don't quit. I mean, I've not been told don't quit. I do feel like there's a lot of it's I feel like it's like middle aged women who will be like, just keep doing what you're doing. Just keep going. We believe in you, yeah. baby. Like Yeah. And also like the the I feel like the worse than don't quit is when um some people will be like well, you looked like you were having fun up there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I get that sometimes. I want to walk into traffic. And you know what? That's actually, though, what we were taught to say in, like, competitive speech after a round. Because, which, this was so hard for me because my high school wasn't like this. And in college, I, I like to, whenever I'm done with anything, to immediately complain about it or brag about it. <laughs> I don't like to, like, just pretend it was happened and I'm okay with whatever outcome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, probably because that's not my truth. Which, yeah, yeah. which maybe it should be, but um, but I I we were supposed to say after every round we did we're like people are like how did how did it go how did you do we were supposed to say it was really fun 
It was really fun. It was great just to be able to perform and like have that moment. And I I hated that because I wanted to be like, I fucking sucked. I didn't know any of my lines. I, I you know, or, I, you know, if it was good, I also love to say when it was good. Yeah, that's totally reasonable. Totally fair. Um, I relate to that. I um this is a very different question, but I I was wondering because I feel like all of us kind of grew up in like very uniquely different parts of the country, and I'm wondering like what was one? Wait, where did you grow up? West Virginia. West Virginia. I was gonna say what's like one really like maybe you loved it as a kid, but like looking back, like just weird fucking fucked up thing that you ate as a kid. Oh, think uh, squirrel stew. Um, For real? Yeah, yeah. Oh and, my god. And be like careful. There's bones. And stuff like that. I mean, there's yeah, there's a but like um, I'm half deaf in my left ear from shotguns. Twinsies. Um, and oh wow. Shotgun deaf, I was but yeah. I was really that was, shotguns were the first thing I was good at. Um, <laughs> like, or yeah. guitar or anything else. I'm like, sure. Yeah, yeah. You said. Yeah. Well, I know you told the story the one time when we had Dairy Queen here of like. You shot a deer and cried in your tackle. Oh yeah, yeah. When I, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> Which is just like, oh man. But like, yeah. did you have any weird fucked up things you ate back at, or not really? Um. Just normal food. I guess some. Um... I remember as a kid eating mayonnaise sandwiches, <laughs> which now makes me want to gag. But I think I just ate mayonnaise on bread at points. I I did um I I think this might be worse than yours, but we'll see. I did like white Wonder Bread. I would take these like. There were these crackers that had like cheese on them and like zesty seasoning, but yeah. they weren't cheeses. They were like the kind of like I think that. I know what you're talking about. I would about. sprinkle them on the bread. Mm. I would put iceberg lettuce on it, and then I would put on Italian <laughs> dressing and put another piece of bread on top. Whoa! Wow. Because I loved the crunchy of the lettuce. In I think the yours thing. makes more sense than mine, actually. I think it makes sense, but it's also like I people would be like, "What the fuck are you eating right now?" Yeah. <laughs> like nobody else was eating that and I just think I one day was like I just want some crunchy one time I ate a lamb soup and I didn't know it was a lamb and that hurt my feelings okay. uh, <laughs> when I found out that it was actually a lamb yeah that's when you discover what veal is I, I, I never ate veal as a kid me either, either thank goodness though. Sorry, it's but here's, here's sorry. I will say, I would get this happening to me where I would be at somebody's house and it's like oh my god it's steak and you're eating this steak and you're like, why does this steak taste like fucking shit? I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, this steak tastes like shit. I hate this. And then, and then like the parents would be like, how'd you like it? And I'd be like, oh my God, it was delicious. I loved it. Thank you so much. And then they'd be like, well, it was deer. <laughs> I, uh, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like. Well, I actually hated it, but now I like. I, I tell you, like, I'm turning around the other side, but I, uh, <laughs> I hated it. it. I don't like gamey food. I think is. Me. I yeah. think I'm the same. I don't like gamey. When I also, I mean, like, I was a vegetarian most of. Like, I loved cows, and when I had beef, I mean, I famously, in my one song, talk about being sad that I ate beef. So it's like, as an adult, I. I eat beef sometimes, but I remember like eating it and thinking it was delicious, and then finding out it was my favorite animal. How, how, and being how very upset. How, what's the population of the town you grew up in? Um, Morgantown's actually pretty big. It was. Oh um, yeah, that's like the one of the main ones. Right? Yeah. Okay. So that was like eighty thousand mm -hmm. probably. Um, I, my undergrad, I went to Buchanan, um, which is like six thousand people. Mm, okay, um, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, the school is weird. It was like a 1,400-person college. Mm, gotcha. It was smaller than my high school. 
and all that. Um, do you did really? you like that about okay. it? Did you like that about no, it or not really? I, like I, I went there because um, there was one guy that ran the jazz program there that was very serious and had a lot of connections in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. and he got all of the good people in like that area together so that like people called us the jazz boys um it was yeah, really embarrassing yeah, but like yeah. i just hung out with the same <laughs> nine people for like all of undergrad and we just would jam every endlessly. once in a while yes. that happens where i feel like there'll be like a a small town team that just all happens to be really passionate and, yeah. and good yeah, about yeah. something and then yeah that kind of happened yeah, with our was that how your speech team was? I was kind of bit. for a second. Yeah, we yeah. were really good our senior year, but then like the people graduated out. Who were, yeah, that's what know, the yeah. program is gone now. Yeah, exactly, like, yeah. exactly. No, the program mm-hmm. completely disappeared within like if I would say the next three years. But that sucks. It or, is a really cool feeling when you're. It, in it. You're kind of yeah. like you're kind of like oh yeah you know people say that um somebody was saying talking about how and this is a lot of theorizing I don't think we have but like was talking about how like zombie movies could be like an evidence of like kind of humanity's like and also maybe like apocalyptic thought in general is like an evidence of humanity's importance it's like we're the last ones and then they're, yeah. we're done you know like yeah. we're it, actually the world's gonna die when we die which um but I do feel like the world's ending it's getting there it's, it's, <laughs> it's felt like society it's felt like is the, collapsing this it's felt like the pot on low for years yeah like the pot's been on low and i'm yeah. kind of like it's maybe starting to boil but then i also feel like it's hurry up and wait yeah yeah it's but i think we just have more form. more like technology than we ever had in the past for so long mm-hmm. like for so long we've had more things than we've had experience with for a long yes. long yeah. time where true, it's true, like true. you know people couldn't really end the world with bows and arrows and so, you know what i mean like it's like <laughs> It's like we have a lot of things that could actually, and I'm not saying that that um, it's gonna happen in our life, but like, like it's kind of insane that like the nuke thing hasn't gone wrong. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm not saying that that part will go wrong in our lifetime, but like, yeah, it probably will eventually, right? You I, know. I will say with with we do have to go into the song soon, oh. but I was gonna say um, just I'm, quickly that with the with the nuke thing, this is like I think actually Chris at Laugh Factory, the sound guy put it to me this way and i think it, it makes a lot of sense when we started doing nuclear warfare pretty quickly after that is when we started having more ufo sightings and that's why i do think that like whatever is out there in terms of like extraterrestrial life is probably more intelligent than us and it was almost like a oh the kids found the matches yeah you know oh, what i mean and that's when they started surveilling and i think that that's when aliens kind of started surveilling because i think in a way they were like oh fuck the kids found the matches chris said this to me one time and i was a little high and i honestly was like that makes fucking sense and i know that i sound like a fucking crazy <laughs> no, person no, no. i know you at home are looking at me like i'm a dumb bitch and i am but i think that that's probably the most plausible conspiracy theory that i believe yeah, in yeah of all the ones I believe in. I think that that yeah. one makes the most sense. Yeah, I don't know. All the conspiracy theories that I maybe believe in, I don't know, even know to call them conspiracy theories at this point. <laughs> yeah. That's where I, that's how deep I am in whatever conspiracies I believe in because I don't even... I don't think I have any... I don't believe in anything that I have, like, no strong evidence of. But I think everyone believes that about themselves. So yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Um, I, I'm saying I'm I'm the man in the cave. I guess what what's yeah. that? What the allegory of the cave? Guy? Yeah, I'm the allegory of the cave guy. Anyway, <laughs> any final thoughts from anybody before we do the song? Since it's about that 
time. I love how I ask it and offer nothing. Hunter, <laughs> Just <look> I'm. I'm <laughs> I hope you had a good time. I had a great time. It's really nice. Yeah, thank you for doing it. Yeah, of thank course, you. Very accepted. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. No, it's big for me. So like, so yeah, totally. genuinely, oh, rock and roll. Oh, yeah. Rock and roll, rock and roll, let's do it. to go away so we have to do the right thing today get the people with the saxes to come and sex us up with some sexy alien blowing jazz the aliens are allergic to jazz the one thing that they can't handle on their planet they actually survived nuclear blast but if you get really funky you will blow up their asses aliens hate jazz <laughs> just like normal people <laughs> they're just like us they hate bebop and eighth notes they hate it it's so dumb yeah jazz is really cool just kidding it's not but i think it is because i studied it for six fucking years yeah and it's like a cult and i can't escape it and it's just something that's gonna be in my head forever more but then jazz yeah yeah Ooh, whoever thought the jazz would be useful but now we can't kill aliens with it wow the only way the government will fund the arts is if we can kill people with it yeah and we can the planet's about to be destroyed just kidding it's not because we called the jazz boys the planet's about to be destroyed just kidding it's not we call the jazz boys, but if the planet the power of jazz. Thank you, jazz music. I guess the thing that was the problem all along was just those reefer sticks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, we saved the world. We, did. we laughed. We cried. Hunter, yes. it's been a ride. Yeah, Is there anything great. you would like to plug? I know we already got laughed hours, um, but you could throw it out again. Dumb and Drummer. Um, dumb and Drummer. Is oh, yeah. Third Thursday of every month here at the Lodge as well. Amazing. Um, I'm trying to get something started at Laugh Factory soon. Hell yeah. Um, so. I can't plug that yet, but um, say. I'm making it real by mentioning it here. So. Oh, ha, ha, we love that. We love that. On Instagram, stay tuned. Follow yeah. Hunter, and then you can uh, go see any of those three shows that he is a part of. Um, 
Thank you to the Lincoln thank you, Lodge. Thank you, thank you to our thank producer, you Christine Ferreira. Thank you to our accompanist, Becca Nix Tam. We'll be back this next time. we finish. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah. This is the big finish at Lincoln Lodge. We're about to get it on the show. So come on, everybody, and get the show on the road. Let's get it on the road.